0: This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed.
1: Squeeze kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh.
0: Hello there, and welcome to a very special Squiz Kids Q&A, part of our ongoing series of interviews with people in the news where you, kids of Australia, get to ask the questions. I'm Bryce Corbett. Today, we're delighted to welcome to the Squiz Kids hot seat one of Australia's best-known entertainers, a great friend of Squiz Kids and an all-round awesome individual, Danny Minogue. Now, as I'm sure I don't need to tell you, Danny is currently busy on our TV as a judge of the hit show The Masked Singer. But what you might not know is that she started her career as an entertainer at the age of eight years old, when she sang on national television on a show called Young Talent Time. Since then, she's been an actress, a musical theatre star, a chart-topping singer and a TV presenter. She has her own fashion line, she's written a book about her life. Oh, and she's the proud mum of a super excellent Squiz Kid herself. She's very kindly agreed to take time out from guessing the identity of a singing pavlova to take the Squiz Kid's hot seat today and answer your questions. Danny Minogue, welcome to Squeeze Kids.
1: Thank you so much. And I have to say here, you've got to allow me this time to say what a huge fan I am of Squeeze Kids. And I listen with my son, Ethan, every night. It's our nighttime routine and it's great for helping me catch up with a bit of news and taking my mind all over the globe. So thank you.
0: No, well, thank you, because um, from the very outset, you've been such a wonderful supporter. So allow us to thank you also for your great support for the podcast.
1: I'm here for it. I'm up for it. I'm I'm in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, Danny, talk to me first of all about The Masked Singer. It looks like a whole lot of fun to make. But do you ever pinch yourself and wonder how you got here, spending your nights trying to guess who's singing underneath a giant mullet disguise?
1: <laughs> yeah, when you're looking at a giant mullet or a, a, <laughs> a very oversized kebab and you're asking yourself who is singing, you do wonder <laughs> how, how you got there. But I have to say, it is the best job In the world. And I know we hear a lot of kids, you know, say, like, ah, you know, I'd love to be famous or I'd love to be on TV or I'd love to sing. I I kind of get to do so much of that and so much more. But every day I get to sit down in that seat on that set. I'm like, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And this is like there's no other place that I'd love to be. Like, I love costumes, sparkle, music, colour, lights, studios, (laughs) And everything is there. It's like going to Disneyland every day I go to work.
0: (laughs) Now, that is a ringing endorsement for your workplace, without a shadow of a doubt. Now, I can't remember the last time we had so many questions from Squiz Kids. They are loving the show. Um, We've had a flood of questions come in from all over Australia. Are you ready to jump in, Danny Minogue?
1: I am. I'm excited to know what the kids want to find out.
0: All righty. Let's take it away then. First question comes from Eliza in Croydon Park.
1: Hi, Danny. My name's Eliza. I'm 11 and I'm from Croydon Park Public School. My question is, why did you start singing? Eliza, how you doing? Uh, So good to get your question. I started singing because I saw a movie. I saw a movie back when I was about seven years old and it was called Grease. And it featured this amazing performer called Olivia Newton-John, who you may have heard of. And I saw these people singing and dancing and acting, and I was seven. I didn't even really know it was a job, but I looked up at the screen and I thought, that's what I want to do. (laughs) So I I asked my parents, I'm like, is there somewhere that I can go to learn to sing and dance? And we used to have this big magical book back in the day called The Yellow Pages, which was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a a book version of Google and we opened the yellow pages to see where there were like some talent schools and my dad found um, a talent school called the Johnny Young Talent School which would mean nothing to the listeners of Squiz Kids but right. it was an old uh, a, a TV show and they had a, a talent school and I was lucky my parents said you can choose one thing to do for you know like after school and I said I, I want to learn to sing and dance so that's what I did I went and did class
0: Fantastic. Now, here's a good question from Louis in Newcastle.
1: Hi, Danny. My name is Louis. I am 10 years old and I'm from Newcastle. My question is, did you ever get stage fright? Louie, Louie. It's such a good name. I have to say it twice. Um, <laughs> Louis, I get stage fright all the time. And what? I don't know one performer that doesn't. And you get it in various degrees. And one of the the great parts of my job was when I was working on The X Factor. I did it in the UK, also in Australia. I got to mentor the performers. And that was always one of the biggest parts of the job was not just getting them to learn the song and choosing the costume and the production, but just managing the nerves. So I would say to anyone, if you don't have those nerves, something's wrong because when you really care about what you do those nerves are going to kick in So get excited when they kick in. So whether you're playing sports at school or whatever you're doing, you're going for an audition or you're you're doing a big science exam for, you know, studying, when you feel the nerves kick in, that's excitement Mm -hmm. because you know they're meant to be there because you know you want to do really well at this. And at that point, you've got to think, I immediately am going to turn this into energy. And then that energy becomes adrenaline. The adrenaline is excitement. And with adrenaline, you can do super magical things. I mean, we've just seen with the Olympics, when adrenaline goes through your body and you let it into your muscles and your brain, you can do superpower things that you can't do when you just wake up and you're like, oh, I'm just getting into the day. (laughs) So they should always be there. They let you know that this is important. Be excited when they come and turn them straight away into energy.
0: What excellent advice. Now, still in Newcastle, and Kaylin has a question for you.
1: Hi, Danny. My name is Kaylin. I'm 10 years old and from Newcastle. My question is, what are some tips you have to people who enjoy singing and want to get better at it? Kaylin, how are you doing? Um, I'm glad I'm speaking to someone else that likes singing too. If you want to get better at anything... I say you practice and you practice and you practice, but here's a special Minogue tip. Uh Again, one that I used a lot with everyone that I worked with on the X Factor and I am the most successful winning judge on the X Factor. (laughs) So this is good advice, but Uh practice is important. But when you do something professionally, you're going to have to do that job, whether you're awake, whether you're tired, whether you've just got out of a car, off a bus, off a plane, whether you're jet lagged, whether you want to do it or you don't want to do it. So if you love something, say it's basketball or you love singing or you love swimming, do it when you're energetic, do it when you're tired, do it at different hours of the day so that you are always prepared to go. And uh, this has put a lot of performers in a great place to be. So I would say that if you love singing, sing in the shower, sing in the car, sing late at night, sing early in the morning, sing when you can hear yourself, sing when you can't hear yourself, (laughs) and your instrument will become very finely tuned.
0: Wow, awesome advice. Now here's a question from Aurelia in Canberra.
1: Hi Danny, my name is Aurelia and I am 10 years old and I'm from Sydney. My question is, what has been your favourite costume in The Masked Singer so far? Aurelia, hi. And hi to everybody else who asked this question too because uh, often my son has sent in questions to Squiz Kids and he's like, (laughs) "Uh, they didn't say Ethan asked that. I asked the same question. So I get it. We are always waiting for a shout-out at home as well. So my favourite mask, oh, you know what? I, I do love the ones that are super huge because I still can't work out how their bodies take the weight of it. Right. So this season, I would have to say it's Baby.
0: That enormous head.
1: <laughs> yeah, adult friends of mine contact me and go, Baby's really, really scary. I don't like Baby. <laughs> but I would say, yeah, she's really impressive. And I'd love to know uh, what the favourite costumes are of the Squiz kids oh, listening yeah. at home. So if you want to message me, on any of my social media platforms, Good idea. send me a message. Let me know what your favourite costume is.
0: Yeah, maybe if they hashtag at Squiz Kids, you'll know that they're a Squeeze Kid. All right, moving on to the next question, and it comes from Lucy in Sydney.
1: Hi, I'm Lucy.
0: I'm eight years old and I live in Hunters Hill. My question is, kids in my class say they want to be famous when they grow up. Is that even a thing?
1: And is being famous all it's cracked up to be? What are the pros and cons? What a question. This is, this is so good because um, adults and kids talk about it. People who are in the industry and people who are not in, in the industry talk about it. It's a big, big weighty question. I think it's hard to answer it really quickly or really simply, but um, fame is something that when you have it, you can't go back. So when I started off performing as a kid, there wasn't all of the extra parts of fame. There were no paparazzi in Melbourne. There was no social media. So being famous didn't really affect my life. I, um, I went to school I didn't have any like drivers and managers (laughs) and publicists or chefs or, uh, you know, anything fancy that I think people look at and go, oh, I want to be famous so that I can have my own um, instructor, you know, come and do workouts with me and I can have a driver driving around and I can be in a private jet and wear diamonds and all of that. (laughs) For me, fame back then was just like somebody would look at me and recognize me and say oh hi you you're off the tv and i would say yep that's that's me and it was just a very simple exchange and so as i grew older the fame was becoming more and more but you can never go back so mm. with fame there's a lot of really cool stuff that can happen there's also a lot of stuff that impacts your life but not only your life The life of your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your all of your extended family. Mm -hmm. Because they all become a part of it. So think very carefully before you really approach anything like "I, I wanna be famous. Really look around you at all those people that you love that are so special to you and just know that it's going to impact their lives too.
0: Wise words indeed. And um, probably a good segue into our next question, we scoot down to your hometown in Melbourne where Frida has a question that I think a lot of kids will relate to.
1: Hello, Danny. My name is Frida. I'm eight years old from Balaclava in Melbourne. My question is, I have an older sister who I mostly love but every now and then we fight over things and we don't always see eye to eye. Was it the same with your sister when you were growing up and will it always be like this or do things get better as you get older? Frida, I have to say that I did fight with my sister. We had to share a room and we very clearly remember there was tape that went down the middle of the room, masking tape, and that was her side and this was my side and you don't take or borrow anything from my side without asking me and there was a lot of negotiating and I feel that um, when you like fight or negotiate with your siblings it's a very important part of growing up and learning about yourself as much as about how to communicate because you'll start to know what things you do that make other people angry, happy, sad So uh, it's okay to fight. It's, It's okay to have different opinions, heated conversations, but just know that you can use all that experience. And I think that when you do use that experience down the road, you will become so close with your brothers and sisters and you'll cherish all of that. So I think it's really important and don't worry, things will get better.
0: Okay, we've got time for one more question, which I think might be my favourite. It comes from Jonah in Beautiful Brizzy.
1: Hi Danny, my name is Jonah. I'm nine years old and I live in Brisbane. I really like singing. I sing at all, all our school concerts and I'm in the choir and I sing all the solo parts. But I also love playing soccer. Is it okay to love soccer and singing at the same time?
0: Oh, great question. is a boy. He likes singing. He sings at his school concerts and in the choir, but he also loves playing soccer, Danny. Is it okay to love soccer and singing at the same time?
1: Jonah, you, you are extraordinary. I mean, you can do so many great things. I wish I could play soccer too. <laughs> you know, there are no limitations. It's only what you put on yourself And sometimes that's because we've heard somebody say, oh, you can't do that and that as well. And I heard a lot of that when I was growing up. And I just chose to filter it out. And I did what I loved. Because when you stick to what you love and what makes you happy, it makes you the best version of you. And if you think about big sporting events, the chanting that you hear from the crowd in the audience is so important. It's such a big part of sport so if you ever heard someone say you can't do both the both go together so well and I I hope you you stick to what you love
0: absolutely speaking of singers I know you have to get back soon to the serious business of guessing who's behind the piñata costume on the masked singer on the subject of which who do you reckon is going to win any insider tips
1: Oh, I can see what you're doing now. you're trying to get information <laughs> Come
0: on for the squeeze kids. do it for the squeeze kids, Danny.
1: Oh, you know how like some kids are good at keeping secrets and other kids are not good at keeping secrets,
0: yeah, I'm the latter not good at keeping secrets
1: well, I'm good that this, this is why I got this job i'm I'm good. everybody's tried to trick me and find out you know who's behind the mask who's gonna win and my lips are sealed. I can't oh. tell you anything.
0: Sorry, kids. I did my very best. Yeah, I you tried. did your
1: best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, sadly, that's all we have time for today. Let's give Danny a big round of applause for braving the Squiz Kids hot seat today. Yay! Danny, you have been a legend. Thanks so much for your time and thank you for your ongoing support of Squiz Kids.
1: Thank you. Thanks, everybody, who sent in a question. I absolutely... Love them and enjoy the show. And We are back on this Sunday. The days are changing. Sunday, we are on at 7.30. All
0: right, noted. A huge thank you again to all the Squiz Kids who sent questions in. We had so many from all corners of the country and every single one of them was great. We just didn't have time for all of them. Now, remember, folks, the Squiz Kids podcast, a daily fix of kid-appropriate news, is out at 6 a.m. every morning via the Squiz Kids website www.squizkids.com.au or wherever you find your podcasts. This is Bryce Corbett signing off and Danny, would you please do the honours?
1: Get out there and have a most excellent day.
0: Over and out. Squiz Kids is proudly supported by the Judith Nielsen Institute for Journalism and Ideas.
1: It's it's your daily news fix. Fun, free,
0: fresh.